Welcome in, everybody, to the Garden Report. Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning. What's up? What's up? Your host, John Zanis. Josue Pavone in Dallas. The dude went to yeah, Dallas. Yeah, that's right. He's he's on the pavement down there, man. He's a Magic fan. He's Who's a Luka Magic fan. Um, well, he was he, disappointed tonight then. Yeah. And he wanted to check it out. Um, what up? I'm going to get into... We'll get into Luca in a minute. We're going to welcome in also Sherrod Blakely, who we love having on the show. What's up, Sherrod? Hey, What's up, guys? Sarah. Can you hear me okay? Up, we got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, clear. We just okay, got good. started, and we've said nothing. Um, so uh, bounce back. Well, that would be about what Luca said with his play tonight. Yeah, nothing. exactly. Woo. So uh, we could start there because I was going to get there eventually. First off, um, you know uh, – uh, but a get right bounce back much needed game for the Celtics. And they did it with the way that we know that they need to do it, which is, you know, kind of lead with your defense. Uh, and what did we say before? If you're not shooting great, bail yourself out with your D and they weren't shooting exactly. awesome in the beginning. Uh, it really was until they got into the bench there and they started to kind of figure things out and Josh started falling, but they went through the steps. They got through with their defense and uh, they moved the ball. Well, almost every three point basket made was on an assist. It was, was assisted um, throughout the night. I think the first unassisted three was a Tatum one in the fourth quarter. Um, so right. that's what they were doing before. That's the good stuff. Okay. That's getting back to what happened yeah. on, on the, on, on, on the thing. We'll get into Lucas absolute dog ass no show performance, but start with the C's. Like, yeah, fine. Lesser opponent has some people out. Luca was, you know, faking an injury all night long or whatever he was doing, but they still did what they're supposed to do. Well, the thing that jumped out to me, and, and I was going between the broadcast on TV, and I also had League Pass going on my computer. League Pass on my computer had much better sound of what was happening on the floor. The Celtics did a hell of a job communicating. I don't know if I've heard them this demonstrative with Rob talking, with Marcus yeah. talking, making sure that mm-hmm. they were all on the screen. It was the Grant William text and, message and that's something that fired that, them up. You know, when you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. like, lose my No, go ahead. Go ahead. We'll get, numbers, we'll, get to, we'll get to that too, but go ahead, Trud. You're right. No, they, they were, were but they up. were good. Yeah. I was I, I, I'm just shocked that they came up in the first five minutes, John. That's right up there with talking about Jalen Brown. I thought we we're gonna do that near the back end. No, they they, they did a good job wait. communicating. Exactly, they did a good job of communicating, which I was pleasantly surprised to see because that's a big part of being a really good team defensively, and that's what they have to be if they're going to have dog nights like this, where they don't exactly play great basketball, but they win going away because they were locked in at that end of the floor. And and you know me, Sherrod. We don't. I, I don't do the supposed to, you know, sort of stuff you're going to cover. It's a, it, what's fun to talk about. What's fun to talk about is that Luca faked an injury all night and he was going to mm-hmm. either mail it in, you know, and, and, and blame whatever the hell was going on with him or like be a hero late. He didn't get either of those options. You know, that, it always bugged the Jordan, the, the Michael Jordan flu game. I always thought was the biggest farce in history too, but I'm not going to get into that. Shocker. Uh, it's far. Well, it wasn't flu. It wasn't the flu. It was, it was uh, food poisoning. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Did you say flu or fluke? I, I, I didn't. I didn't. The flu, fluke. The fun stuff is that. The fun <laughs> stuff is Grant Williams' text message. That stuff's hilarious to me. But you know, it's freaking hilarious. 
Good thing Grant played well tonight, I'll tell you that. He did. He did. I, I especially love his activity around the glass. Because, I mean, Grant, I mean, it's Grant is not the longest guy out there. And, and so rebounding, I, I've always felt was going to be a challenge for him at this level. But he mixed it up in there, used his body to actually create space and play bigger than he actually is. And it was great to see. They needed a game like this to remind themselves of how you need to play night in and night out. They really did. Yeah, I hadn't seen much involvement from him in recent weeks. He actually thought of him for the first time in a while here tonight, and he had a, I thought, sensational game. He's probably the brownie winner tonight, I'd imagine, uh, getting Rips. in the lane, yep, right. making those passes, uh, scoring off the dribble, and a couple White. shots. White was good. You got White a lot of guys. Yeah, I thought, thought Derek was good. And Derek they tried to hunt too. him on defense, and he acquitted himself well. And obviously, he had that great help side block on uh, Din. Was it Dinwiddie? Yeah, um, you know, nice. great. Derek White showed out. Malcolm Brogdon had a bounce back. He needed it. But we were joking about it. I know, like the Grant Williams feels like a back of the, you know, back end of the show sort of thing. I don't think so because we were talking about it like. And Bobby and I did this on He's spaces. He's an important guy to get involved. Bobby and I did this on spaces the other the other night. Like, it's not a flaw. It's not a fault. It just is who people are. Your top two players on this team, you know, who Joe, who Ime desperately tried to make captains last year and who were like, yeah, pass. Uh, just that they're not getting your face fired up guys. They talk like this and they don't really get fired up. And this right. is just how it goes and blah, blah. <laughs> and, and, and other than that, you got Marcus, you know, well, we had, had a good game. It's just the energy I thought, but, and then you got Marcus who it's just eventually like, you got to hear from someone other than Marcus, you know, Al's a quiet leader. Malcolm's a quiet leader. The only other guy who yaps is Grant, but he's just not good enough to get in the faces of people, but he still does it to his credit. The question is, how is it received? And so like when they said that early in the game, like Grant sent a group text to his teammates, like, you know, like you gotta have better body language. He's right. But oh my what god, you, did you guys just John, imagine the collective eye roll from everybody yes, checking their phones? John, that's exactly where I was going, like, John. That's exactly oh where I was going. Oh my god. Here, Grant, Grant. Again? Damn. You know that Damn, like Grant? You know like Tatum's looking at was like, yeah, I'm not even gonna respond. Uh yeah, put my phone down. Yeah. yeah. But what's Jana, do you have this, Jana, I, do you have this number? Fact, do you have this number? I love the fact that I love yeah. the fact Who that is Grant this? is confident enough to do that. I, I love that about him. I'm sorry. I don't I have this number. How did, Bob, my... how did Bobby Manning get our phone number? I don't have this number entered in my phone. Who is this? Hey, we Who did talk this? about body language. <laughs> but we, we did. did. It's just a matter of what's I love Grant. Grant will I get love credit. that about Grant, though. Grant will get like that, the credit. You know, it's a whole like team Someone had thing. to do it. But it's funny. I love that about Grant. When you win... It was the team meeting. When you lose, the team meeting did nothing. But really, oftentimes, it's just what happened. Remember the Orlando one? It wasn't all that effective. Yeah. It it really is just what happened next. You know, it doesn't really mean anything. But Grant, you know, we'll get, like, people will talk about, oh, he did it. You know, like. Someone had to do, again, we we watched that Oklahoma City game. No one was responding to what was going on on the floor visually. Right. I mean, we we said it. We've said it before on the show that if this isn't anytime recent, but at the time where people were questioning if the Celtics had anybody who wanted to be a leader, like remember the whole captain situation, we said, "Hell, if Grant wants to do it, if nobody else wants it, and Grant wants to be some <laughs> some level of a leader and be a vocal leader, great. At Put least somebody wants it. Yeah, at least oh, somebody I, wants it. Aside I think, from market, sure." 
I agree, Jimmy. Yeah. But but yeah, sometimes but it's like Grant, I mean, he it might has be the to right message. How he can contribute that. Yeah. No, sorry, Sherrod. Go can. ahead, Jimmy. It might be the right message. Go ahead, Jimmy. You got it. it I was gonna say right it message. might be the right message, wrong messenger type situation. You know, you kind of want to hear that from the guys at the top, but at the same time, I think he's established himself enough within the team where he has the you know he can say something. It's just that he talks so much where you almost wonder. And this is coming from somebody who knows that feeling. But he almost talks so much. He I was going to say Jimmy. Actually, what, listen. What, Jimmy talking about someone talking too much? What the hell is this? I've no, been there, Grant. Grant's just – yes, you have. Grant's just trying to figure out his role. I, I think that ultimately has to be part of, of his whole process of doing this kind of stuff because he's not going to be the guy that's going to score 30 points. He's not going to grab 10, 15 rebounds. He's not going to drop 10 dimes. He's going to be the guy that hopefully behind the scenes will plant some seeds of confidence in these guys to do some things that they should know they should be doing, but sometimes they need a little nudge uh, and a reminder of who they are and what they should be about. And Grant, maybe that's his role with these guys. Is that $15 million a year? Probably not. Probably not. But it's a role. <laughs> Ask Bobby. Bigger than that. No. <laughs> I've settled that. I've settled that 15 too. I, I think oh, that's you very came far. Down? But you came you're, down. You're, you're, you, well, well, Bobby, and I, you're selling at 15, I'm like, welcome. Welcome. Because I, I do remember you were a little bit on the north well, side tonight's, of that. Tonight's, like, what you, tonight's what you should expect from Grant night in, night out, at least statistically. 12 4 Three. That's what you're looking for from him. Good defense, uh, active playmaking, and just being in the mix. He's just been standing out there the last couple of weeks, but not getting the ball and seeing he his playmake out of the corners was so important tonight. But it, this is a this is a low key, you know. This is a much more passive version of Marcus saying. Kind of like the J- everyone knows the Jays are going to shoot when they get the ball. You know, like right. they they got they got to get everybody involved or else it's not going to work. And we had the same conversation last year of right message, wrong messenger, or was it the right messenger? We were kind of split on this on whether or not you know he should say that, whether or not it's received well, whether it and almost it doesn't matter if it's true or not true. It's not like Grant called them all out or went in a post game right. here. He sent the text message, but then he told people about it or someone some so it's out there now yeah, who, who announced right. that they said it on the broadcast but i don't know where the what the source was but he's right the well, so it's twofold grant came over the desk and was like i, I don't I, yeah. The text. <laughs> yeah. I think grant has they were enough part of the group of, text that he sent out what are you talking about they yeah. were on it scout's like whoa okay these oh, guys they know, said on nbc that's why i missed it no 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 on tnt oh, these guys TNT. know who grant these guys know who grant is i don't think this would have landed poorly at worst it was like a ha ha grant um right. but when we talk about it ourselves, like, you know, like a lot of people hate body language conversations. They hate them um, because it's like, what do you guys know assessing body language? Anytime somebody talks about it at like Patriots camp or something like that, everyone thinks it's agenda driven. Like anyone can interpret body language anyway. And I think a lot of fans get defensive when we talk about body language and the importance of it. And we talked about it again, I think a couple shows ago and Bobby and I on Spaces you just can't have your it doesn't matter what line of work you're in you can't have your best players or your leaders be like everything is terrible because it's really hard to follow those guys into battle when that's the case that could be like i said you could be in an office and if your boss is like we're screwed guys we didn't get the account we're screwed we're screwed i don't know what we're going to do everyone's going to panic and start looking for <laughs> another job like you can't do that right. so like it matters and it's noticeable. And like, 
it, it is kind of like on Tatum and Brown to like be versions of themselves that they're not necessarily comfortable being um, sometimes in order to kind of, you know, pull guys out around them because they're still putting up points and buckets and like, you know, getting their numbers, not saying selfishly, that's their contribution, but everybody else has really, really struggled and languished over the last month. Plus you've seen a lot of people's play dip. It's those guys. guys It's those guys responsibility to lift them up both with, with their attitudes and as Tatum did tonight, share the ball, get them involved, give it, you'll get it back. Trust the process. Don't think you have to do everything by yourself. You can't forget that. And that's what was working early. And that's why I think wasn't working late. Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to esports and world cup. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at bet online. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I think when you when you start thinking about the really, really, really great superstar upper echelon players, the one thing that they all do to varying degrees is they make their teammates better. I mean, when you start talking about the all-time greats, that's what they do. Anyone in this league can score, rebound, defend, and pass, but can you make teammates better? That's the toughest thing to do totally. because that's literally the one thing you can't directly control. And Tatum, I thought this was a perfect example of Tatum making the guys around him better and still wound up with a freaking triple-double. Right. There aren't enough nights like this because when you look back at the two games they lost, one game Tatum and Brown had just as many field goals as the rest of the entire team total. And the other game, they had two less field goals made than the rest of the entire team total while shooting better than 50%. They got theirs. They made their impact, but they didn't really make the guys around them better. This was a great example of how you do that. Now, can you do this every night? Of course not. But you should have more nights like this than not because of your talent and because of the willingness of the guys around you to follow your lead. Nobody is trying to take Tatum or Jalen Shine. They just want to get in where they fit in. And it's up to Tatum and Brown to continue to do a better job of making sure guys get those opportunities and make the most of it. And when they don't, get on their asses about that. If you got three open shots, make keep shooting. Make it. Build confidence in those guys. I don't think they do that as, as consistently as they should. Well, who set the tone defensively tonight? Because that's where it started. You look at the first three possessions there, locking down, turning those into points. You get White going downhill on the third or fourth play of the game there. That just spread and festered throughout the game. Like mm-hmm. 20 points allowed first quarter, 26 in the second, 19 in the third. They this were, is who this team is. They were and a, they, they were a really active defense. I, I wouldn't put it on one person. It had those vibes of like six right. guys on the court like from right. last year. That's right. Where a ton of activity and movement where it felt like they were buzzing, where no matter what, you could keep passing and working it and working it, and you were never going to find an open shooter or an open lane to go. They were really, really active throughout instead of kind of standing around and late to switch or kind of passively, you know, mm. helping or hedging or whatever. They were pretty no, switching this- early. 
Yeah, yeah, they were anticipating the pick and roll game. That uh, yeah, they were on it. They were already in the spot. Totally different than than a lot of the defense where they were playing, where they were slow to react or miscommunicating, and they were, you know, the the OKC game with the basically like a layup drill. Totally different defensive vibe. Yeah, they were. I mean, I, I go ahead, Jimmy. Go ahead. No, I mean, de- definitely di- different defensive vibe, and it all again I, to me, it came down to just how active they were out there. Like you just said, they were quicker to their rotations helping out, um, you know, a couple of good double teams when they needed to. The Mavericks are not a team. I mean, they're a one, they're a one man band. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Luke, if, if Luke is not scoring 30 plus, they're not winning that game. And he certainly, what did he end up with? 23. I mean, that's about as automatic of a win as you're going to get if Luka Doncic is at 23 points. So <laughs> this is how it should have looked two days ago, to be completely honest. They should have, they should have worked the Thunder start to finish I think if Luka was held out of this game before it started, I think the Mavericks probably win. The Celtics show up without uh, any heart. Yeah. And they, and, we and joked they about that in the spaces, yeah. didn't I we? Just, <laughs> I recycled that from uh, from Tuesday or whatever day it is now. No, but you but, knew um, you were going to get primetime Tatum tonight. You know, But you didn't, time, though. Yeah. You, you didn't right away. You, you didn't quite, but you knew you'd get them to be the serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shot poorly, but he ends with the yeah, triple-double, they, they which is what up, they needed. They doing what they needed to. Yeah, they rebounded, they when defended, they, to, they passed. On the defensive end is, is where they, you know, clearly that was the message going into this game. And it's too bad for the Mavericks because there was no way the Celtics were going to put together a, a performance even close to the one in Oklahoma City. Um, so it was bad timing for them. And the Celtics came out and they did their thing and they played up to their potential on both ends. I mean, I, obviously we know that Tatum and Brown um, – can take over more so than they did tonight, but the bench actually showed up tonight. I mean, that's something that hasn't yeah. happened that often either. And, you know, Derek White showed up, Grant Williams showed up. Those are the guys, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, yeah. um, he was hitting his threes tonight. So those are the three guys. When you think about the bench, those are the three guys that come to mind. Um, and if they're, you know, contributing, especially early on in the game, it takes the onus off of Jalen and Jason. And, and those guys can maybe focus a little bit more and spend less energy on the offensive end and more of it a little bit on the defensive end. Yeah, it was a give the game what it needs sort of game yep. for those guys. Um, I mean, J- Jalen, uh, this is almost a throwaway game for Jalen because the foul trouble just messed up his whole night. He yep. could never get it going. He picked up the two early, picked up the third quick. He was on the bench. While he was out there, he was trying to force it with his limited opportunities. It was a lot of those contested mid-range, and they just weren't falling. He just never got going and then got a little bit going late. Tatum, too, was taking almost unnecessarily difficult shots early. He didn't need to do that. I think when he stopped a little bit um, that uh, he – you know, again, it wasn't great, but I think he started four of 13 and he finished, you know, four of nine or whatever to close the game. Uh, still not great, but he got to the free throw line a ton. And then he yeah. just started, then he just started passing. Then he started working the ball. You actually saw when he stopped trying to um, kind of get his or just be the guy or, you know, attack, attack matchups that it was right. just better. Um, so once they got out of that, I think in the early going, uh, the, 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 the offense started to flow totally differently. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought Tatum point blank, he just attacked. He wasn't attacking, looking to take advantage of a mismatch. He was just aggressive and getting to the free throw line, kicking it out the guys wide open in the corners, doing all those little things that put so much stress on the defense that they didn't know what the hell to do with him. 
You can't give him a jump shot. He's beating us off the dribble. He can finish at the rim. And if we take that ability to finish at the rim away, he's finding guys wide open and they're knocking down shots. This is where Tatum becomes top five Tatum. Not so much in the efficiency of his offense, but the effective impact that he makes as both a scorer and a playmaker. Uh, this was what I, I again. This was a really good game for Tatum. The numbers won't say that, but when you start breaking down the things that he was able to do and the stress that he put on that Dallas defense, pretty much the entire game, that is what you want. That is what you're going to need if if you're going to have a team that's going to go deep into the playoffs and not have you know two guys lead a bunch of guys you know to the second round of the playoffs. Yep, uh, Catherine, thank you. Here, totally agree. Again, you're right. The um, you know where the Celtics get in trouble too much dribbling the less they dribble the more they pass the less they turn yep. it over uh the 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 better quality shots they get uh the more assist the more assisted baskets they get and again even a night where they did not shoot lights lights out um it was good but again it's under 40 percent for three uh it was 37 it's much better than it was it was over 40 i think missed a couple late um a better shooting night, but again, that has to be a result. It's not just one of those, the shots fell. The caliber and the quality of shot was definitely uh, better tonight, and that had to do with um, how they were working uh, you know, working the ball on offense. Uh, we're going to keep going. We're also going to hit Joe Sway up at some point or another. Um, from, the gar- uh, from Dallas, he's out there um, talking to everybody. Uh, maybe he gets a chance to talk to Kemba, who I forgot existed until he came out and hit a bucket and then <laughs> went away. Um, yeah. But uh, we'll tell you, I literally I love forgot. Kemba. I love him. I forgot he was Beth alive. Yeah, he had so we, a, he had one awesome game for them a couple weeks ago, and then he got yeah. like he had knee pain after that. Yeah, um, we do want to tell you about a couple of our sponsors here. We'll start with Athletic Greens, which by now you know a lot about them. But again, New Year, you want to get started on the right track, get your kind of health right. Um, Athletic Greens is a great way to start, and I know a lot of you already in the first few days. We've gotten quite a few orders <laughs> with people jumping in here and taking advantage of the offer. But um, again, you guys out there looking for different supplements to boost your immune system uh improve your gut health energy uh you know recovery focus mental clarity all of those things um there's a million different things you can take that will address each one of them athletic greens addresses it all it's 75 vitamins and minerals one Mm -hmm. scoop you put it in a cup of water to start your day no sugar very low calorie uh keto friendly paleo friendly doesn't matter vegan uh fits with any diet plan you just take it and you start your day and you're off and running. It's terrific. Um, it is, uh, you know, super, you know, endorsed product, uh, medical professionals, athletes, uh, you know, celebrities, what have you. Uh, so get in on the action now. Uh, time to reclaim your health. Start with Athletic Greens. If you go to athleticgreens.com slash garden, that's the important part for us. That's how you can get this free gift. One year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first purchase. If you go to athleticgreens.com slash garden. Um, we'll send that to you. We will also send you a phenomenal T-shirt. We have just printed and started releasing round two. A bunch of them went out um, in the last day or so. So those of you who missed it in the first round of ordering, you will get it. Um, and those of you who've ordered here since the new year, you will also get your free T-shirt as well. If you support any of our sponsors here at CLNS Media, uh, we will uh reward you with a prize because we do appreciate um you surprise all right yeah you supporting our sponsor so uh thanks guys uh so other thoughts from this game guys again we mentioned uh kemba little and talked a little bit about luca 
I, what was that with Luca? I don't know. Uh, I thought he, he was actually hurt. The chest or something? Well, I thought he was hurt because he went actually went to the locker room for. I that mean, was for the ankle, right? Right, right. He, he went for the ankle, but then he came back. And he was like, <laughs> "Right, that's like, the weird." I got the black lung pop. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Zoolander, <laughs> nice. I, I honestly have no idea. I mean, you said you you kind of alluded to the fact that he was faking it, John, earlier. So I don't I don't know if how true that would Something be. Something seemed off. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Just a weird, yeah. It's a weird game because I mean, Luca is oh, one God. of those guys that's just he historically has just been a gamer. I mean, you know, bad Luca could still give you thirty and five and seven, um, but he never seemed into this game at all. No. And I don't know whether it was just it, it from, may very well be a health from thing, the jump, but I, I think you know. Just watching the way Marcus Smart and the rest of those guys were were, were just swarming at him. You don't see too many teams that aggressively attack Luka defensively, uh, sending multiple bodies at him, forcing him to give the ball up way quicker than he normally is. And the thing that he gets away with a lot of times, and the Celtics must have picked up on this clearly, is that a lot of times he'll beat his man off the dribble and he'll make a move to the basket and he'll be immediately looking to pass. And the Celtics, they would take away the shot, take away the outlets that he's looking to pass, to, and, and which led to a couple turnovers. So – I thought the game plan defensively against Luka was just pretty damn good for the Celtics. I think I agree there, Sherrod. Something early tipped Luka off that this wasn't going to go well tonight, and I felt like he bailed. <laughs> like he, I, if he was like, oh, man, I don't know, you know? I don't know. And that's what I think. Like He's like, if it's still close, maybe I'll turn it on late, but I'm just going to kind of, you know, slow roll. And he still ended up with the quietest – 20 points you've ever seen in the first half too so it's not like yeah. he completely disappeared right. but then he completely disappeared disappeared <laughs> you know right yeah i don't know what the chess thing was again i think they mentioned him getting hit there or something but i didn't see it i'm looking back now still don't see it uh, i know they piled up stops on him early just with some swarming defense as you said Derek white deserves some credit for that Tatum got a good stop on him mixed in there. Horford as well. Everything was hard. Yeah, everything was hard for him. And he, he's the kind of guy who likes to pick out opponents, and you can't find one. Again, we talk about White, who we always go back and forth on. If that's the guy you're going at out of the five out there, you're going to have a tough time. Like he is, He's not Hauser. He's not... Uh, Robinson, like he's not a guy that you can score on with ease. And you know when Hauser got out there, he was able to do that. But when they had their good defensive lineups out there, they were able to lock him down and switch and have a variety of guys stand in front of him. And he was pulling up a lot too, which I don't think you always want if you're him. You want him getting in the lane and finding guys. Three assists is way below his standard. I don't know, Luca. I'm disappointed. I had I had high hopes for a, a Luca Magic game. We were spoiled because he's had so many good ones against Celtics. It's fun to watch, right? Oh yeah, he I is, mean, he is definitely fun to watch. You can't not be a an NBA fan and not want to, you know, kind of get fired up for these types of matchups. So it was a little disappointing that he was off early on. I don't see enough of of these games with Luca to know. Like, I mean, he's a European guy. I don't know if he gets a little bit cranky out there, a little emotional, like you said, if he gets pouty. <laughs> to do with anything <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know 
Yeah, okay. you, Europeans, eh? you know, like soccer guys. You Jimmy, know ta- I mean? Jimmy guy. taking out an entire yeah, continent of fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's the style. That's like their style of play. That's the style. Luca, but that's not Luca's style of play. Luca, Luca is an absolute assassin. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh. And that's why this Jimmy, game is such a win. Do you remember when you went to go- Parisians and they didn't like it? Oh my when goodness! When things aren't gracious. going that way, when things aren't going his way, though. What do you say about Paris? Like? He, t- he talked about oh, snooty French fr- people, and he got. I remember. I said the French were assholes. The CLNS phone lines lit up. I said the French were kind of douchey. That was the first time I had to put. I had to put my HR. You know. I stand by that. Actually. I had to put my HR hat on and be like, Jimmy, I need to talk to you for a second. <laughs> come in my office, son. Come in my office. Uh, Nothing oh, good ever oh, happens when they say bad. come in my office. <laughs> come in, anyway. Come in my, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I don't know. Listen, I, I just don't know why. I mean, John, you're the one who alluded to it. They went all pouty on everybody. I, I didn't really think that. He's a pouty I mean, he guy, air, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, he's he he's air, definitely moody. When you look at some of the text that he picks up. Yeah. Yeah, he's sure. moody. He's cranky. Uh, I just, I don't, I didn't think he was gonna give up. Um, you know, like. But uh, but also, let's bring it back to the defense conversation. No, we saw on. the Celtics do this to Kevin Durant last year. We've seen them do this to stars, Giannis at times. Yeah, I know he got his in that series, but they make it tough on these guys when they're at their best defensively. I think everyone's gonna have a tough time against them. Doesn't matter if it's a Jokic who they've given issues in the past playing at their highest level, not in the last game. But uh, Luca, they're capable of doing this to them again. They ran away from this team last game too. I know Luca got his in that one, but he did. This Dallas team, I think it's pretty manageable to be able to throw bodies at Luca and take the other guys out of the game given the personnel that they have i mean they just did not have anyone running with him and being able to pick up that no. baton when he got taken out that's what you know i was gonna what I say like? though go ahead jimmy yeah. that, no just real quick i was gonna say i think luca probably does get frustrated when he looks around and 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 it's just like i can't hit every shot who, I can't, who are these anybody guys? Else, can anybody else this is like how especially with some of the stuff wood does yeah kind of what kevin durant said everybody earlier this year like look at our roster you know what i mean like yeah. Luca hasn't said that but on the tnt broadcast earlier they basically said that he needs to kind of inspire his guys to to not have to wait for him to do everything like like give them a little of i don't know motivation or self-confidence that they don't need him to hold their hand they don't need to stand around and wait for him to get them into everything or they don't need him to bail them out every single time i mean there are some talented players on that team obviously the roster is not where it needs to be, I mean, you, you hope that they don't waste him for too many more years because obviously he's a top five talent, you know, arguably higher up in this league, could be the best player in the league on any given night. So you'd think that they can get some talent around him and, and compete. Yeah. Celtics are uniquely, um, I think, uniquely equipped to uh, match up with a guy like Luca because you can literally throw almost anybody at him. Um, and, Even Hauser. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he's got, you know, and you're right. And the, the broadcast, they were talking about that. Like it's the, it's ride or die with Luca. And, 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 you know, I mean, he's that singularly talented that, right. I mean, he can carry them, but you, you guys, was it you guys who put it in the, maybe you put it in the text or not, but just looking at their, their seven straight wins, it wasn't exactly a murderer's row of teams. Like, yeah, you know, Luca and a bunch of it's the Moses Malone thing. I could take four guys off the street and beat these beat these bums, these Boston mm-hmm. Celtics way back in the day. Like Luca can beat 
you know, can single-handedly beat a lot of teams just by being Luca. You need America to beat the Knicks. Yeah, but you but you bring in a team like the Celtics that has depth or one of the really quality teams, they they're gonna bump their heads on that ceiling. It's gonna be difficult. Right. And you're you know we're sitting here like, who's gonna be the third option on the cell? And you know, you know Luca's just like I, I just I could go with the number two right now. You know you're <laughs> looking at Dinwiddie or Wood who's been playing really well. They're nice, they're nice pieces, but they're definitely short of uh, talent and firepower. So the burden's entirely on him. One thing I wanted to ask you guys. Um, what did you think? And for those watching the TNT broadcast, who watched the TNT broadcast? No offense to to CSN. So they did a Joe Missoula uh, little uh, mic'd up moment on oh, the bench. Oh yeah, in the huddle, yeah. Which I which I loved because we talk about how quiet Joe is. Um, he wasn't yelling at them. It was good words of encouragement, but it also that's like what I want to see. Teaching moment of like like. So it doesn't always have to be like you're playing like assholes, play the opposite. It ha- Sometimes it's see what you're doing now, do that always. And that's kind of what that speech was there uh, from Joe uh, after the game or I mean, during the game. And uh, we got a uh, video uh, coming from Dallas from our intrepid reporter, Joe Sway, from the Joe Missoula press conference. Uh, here's Joe talking that's about wrong. the kind of turnaround in the effort uh, and the way that the, the way that they played tonight versus how they'd been playing. No, I mean, I think you want to enjoy the fact that we played well and we did a lot of good things, but at the same time, you know, we got to develop habits. And so I thought, um, you know, when we're at our best, we play really good basketball on both ends of the floor with high effort for a long period of time. And then we go through a couple games where we lose that. And so um, what I love about tonight was we did bounce back. You know, can we do it over and over again to develop those great habits? So that's the question. What always, what I always fall back on with the Celtics is I still believe their best game beats everyone else's best game. But I believe their ability to play their worst game or to lapse into this stuff, you want to believe it's something that they're over, but it's not. And it comes up and you have these just infuriating press conferences like you had last game. We didn't come out. We didn't help each other. We didn't play with energy, which I can't stand. Why is the answer? Why is the question? Why didn't you? Like, we can all see that you didn't. One, don't say we because you're blaming a bunch of other people. Say I. I could do this. I could do that. I need to be better. But two, why are we not certain that they will come back or they will continue to play this way? And again, it's 82 games. It's not going to be all of them, but patches, stretches. We're talking about really inconsistent play for 15 plus 15 games now. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, why can't they self-motivate? Is it because they 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 believe like we believe that they're they're good and they'll yeah, just get we, there when they want to get there? about them, them yeah. reading all the good things they hear about them and all that kind of stuff, particularly against an opponent like the Thunder, as we talked about, that didn't seem like they were going to provide much resistance that night. These games, they perform better and certainly here. Uh, so you see their capabilities when they're able to self-motivate and you know, go into those habits that are difficult, getting into the lane and multiple layers of ball handling, the defense, certainly, I think, to start this year, we're like, what is what is going on with that? You guys point out effort, and it seems like that was the culprit, that they just weren't trying hard enough or executing on that end with enough urgency. And you see in a game like this what they're capable of on both ends of the floor. Uh, it, it's frustrating. Even in the second half, they let go of the rope in a 29, 28-point game, got down to 15. Uh, the 
have these situations where there's like six minutes to go and they'll just start killing clock. I don't know if that's a coaching thing or if that's just them on the floor trying to run out the game. They take the easy way out sometimes. Even on possessions, they'll fire up shots that you're like, what are they doing? I remember Luca was hurting the moment where he was really trying to catch his breath. That was crazy. And they just start firing threes. They don't even yeah, go at with, him. Without working it, without without going at him. With, yeah, it was weird, actually. I was really annoyed at that point in the game. And that yeah. was the biggest difference in the second half was just the, the, the deviation from great ball movement to ball stoppage. You know, in the first half, it was four, five, six, seven passes before a shot. Early in the second half, it was 2-3, maybe, before the shot went up. And the shots that they were taking in the second half were good shots, but that's the difference between taking good shots from, from great ones. And the first half, first half, lots of great shots. And they passed up a lot of good ones to get to that great one. They didn't have that same kind of patience uh, and focus in the second half. And that's why, again, they won the game going away, but they could have put this thing to bed a lot sooner if they would have just stuck to the script that got them that big-ass lead in the first half. Yeah. Let me defend Joe after he got killed so bad here a couple of days ago. Adjustments, three-guard lineups, flipping yeah. minutes to Grant and Brogdon over White and Horford. Joe was good. He was good, and he, you yeah. point out the things he was saying in the huddle there. This wasn't on Joe. Look at the players. I know you guys uh, yeah. love them. No, yeah. Look at the players. I mean, again, you know where I stand there. Um, it was so ridiculous it, on it, Tuesday. The enough. Stuff. I just, it's just, it's just easy. You know, it's, it's just low hanging fruit. Joe fix it. You know, sometimes, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's the players. It's always the players. Again, you're gonna, you're gonna prop these guys up and, and talk about how great they are. Best duo in the league, mm-hmm. all NBA. We love these guys. Look at the maturity. They're growing love and trust then it's on them. Like if they're that right. good, they're, 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 they're battle tested. They're in year seven and six in the league. Marcus smarts, a veteran leader. Marcus is, you know, you're going to prop them up. You they got to accept responsibility when things go to shit. It doesn't make any sense to all of a sudden turn to the turn. Tell, tell me how great the players are and then turn to the coach and say, it's his fault when they play bad. And Jimmy makes right. the best analogy with this all the time. It's, it's, it's kids whose parents, it's parents whose kids can't do any wrong, you know, like, and, and it's got to be somebody else's fault, so it's got to be the coach. Like, right. it's the players. When they get their shit right and they self-motivate and they go out there and they take it seriously, Joe can't get the guys moving their feet on defense. They know what they're supposed to do. They Let me know, put it like this. They know they're supposed to be active. They know they're supposed to switch. They know they're supposed to anticipate what's going on. They know they're supposed to have each other's back and help. They know they're supposed to work the ball on offense and not just come down and jack the first shot that they see. They know these things. You can't coach them in the second it's not like he's in their earpiece saying yeah, don't right. shoot don't shoot right. that one there's only so much you can do to prepare them and then they go out and they do it and there's nothing you could do there think of it this way is anyone looking at the celtics saying they can win a championship because of that coaching staff or like the last no, it's the player. Exactly. no one looks at no one looks across the league and says otherwise popovich and the Spurs would be in the like it's the players yeah all right we I mean, need to I think get- i Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was no. going to say, uh, Jimmy, you can continue your comment. I'm going to, we got to get a little sexier on this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I can just also wait for that. No, we got to get, <laughs> huh? So we're going to bring in. There he is. This guy. I don't we're going to get a lot sexier. This for Jimmy or just. No, it, it, uh, well, they're uh, not removing Jimmy. Pat on the back adding for me. to it. I think it's a pat yeah. on the back for you. I'm going to take pat, it that pat way. Pat on the back for you. Jimmy can finish his point, but we all yeah, had to bring Joe. Go ahead, to bring Joe Sway I don't now. even remember what my point. What were we just talking? We were about? talking coaching. Oh, 
Yeah, it wasn't that. She important. heard sexiness. It was mine. <laughs> it was like I, <laughs> no, I was saying a, a good a like, good wait, coach. I think a good coach can take a, a great team over the top, or he or or a good coach can take a bad team and make them better. But it's not. It's not make or break. I don't think it's just not. I mean, everyone knows who the great coaches are. You know, Popovich. Um, who else we got? Um, Rick Carlisle. Come on, Spolstra, Spolstra, Carlisle. Spolstra, Carlisle. Yeah, everyone know. Everyone knows the good ones. And there were guys that are around for a long time for a reason. But at the end of the day, it, I mean, Popovich will tell you that he had some of the you know best players he ever could have imagined. But certainly, he had some level of effect on them. Right. Well, those guys built a culture, though, right? I mean, right. I, I don't think anyone. And that's why a coach is important, too. I think. Right, and I think that's why this transition was 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 easy from the start because these guys built that foundation, built off what they did last year. I mean, trip to the NBA Finals, pulling that one eighty. So yeah, I mean, I caught uh, I caught towards the end of what John was saying. It is a player thing. I mean, no one's looking at Missoula and thinking like, man, what are you going to do to get these? You know, how are you going to change everything on your own? But I think what what, what I was asking at least a couple of nights ago was. What's he going to do to plant that seed? And I think what he did here in Dallas was uh, was huge. You know, um, not calling guys out, but more of the way Marcus said it, just, um, you know, talking to, as a collective unit, talking to the, the, other, the quote unquote, the other guys, right, the complimentary players, and just telling them, they're like, hey, you guys got to step it up, whether the stars, you know, get out to a, a, a cold start or whether they're red hot and they need you to, to, to carry on that momentum. So I, I think that message, um, was necessary and obviously only Joe Mazzula could do that and, and he and he did before this one. The biggest thing coaches can can avoid doing in order to just get the respect of their players is be authentic. Uh because when you when you are fake, players are gonna see right through that. And when they see right through that, they're just gonna keep going exactly. and ignore you. And Joe is not a yeller. Joe, Joe is is much more of, of I think an old school traditional teacher type coach yeah. uh, where rather than break you down and build you back up, he's just going to just smooth you out a little bit when you get a little ruffled and not just be demonstrative and all that. And that's fine, but you have to make sure you're consistent with that. And even when and that Oklahoma city game, I mean, I never got a feel that Joe was, was, was doing anything to, to turn the tide, even the, the tiniest bit. This yeah. game, on the other hand, you could see that there was some clear teaching going on, throughout the game, before the game in preparation, and the players were locked in. And again, yeah. I, I agree that the players have a major, 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 major significant part in the success of a team. But if anyone could coach a team, then anyone would be doing that job. And we've seen a lot of really good teams where they're the wrong coach with the wrong temperament. It's not anyone. With the I wrong just ability think- or lack. Lack of ability. Yeah. Well, we know Joe's it's ability. Not, it's not anyone. I think there's. I think the variance is on the. It, it ends up being more on the back end of like the people who are just ill fitted completely to coach, who are either disingenuous, not prepared, uh, mixed messages, um, have don't uh, can't communicate with the room. Of course, all of that stuff matters. Joe is prepared. Joe's close to their age. Joe's somebody that definitely can reach players. All of that stuff matters. I'm You've saying, seen the examples of the work ethic too. Yeah, with him. and the work ethic, and you know that he's there. So I think he has a lot of that going for him, and they believe that he's genuine. I just mean. The Joe, get them to play better. Sting, I think that 
thing. Like the coach is just going to immediately say these magic words and turn them around in the middle of a game. Sometimes it doesn't happen. And Joe has proven both through his timeout approach and a game like OKC, he's like that parent who's just going to sit there and say, sorry, son, you're going to have to go fight that guy and get your ass kicked. And that's Mm. just that. I'm not bailing you out here. And you'll learn from that. You know, just go get your ass kicked and then see what happens after that. That's how he does it. We can you know? assess yeah. what we can yeah. assess the job he's uh-huh. done after the season, but yeah. what do we have right now in front of us? Twenty-seven and twelve. Yeah. Where you're worried, where you're worried, a younger coach is going to run into is, like I said, I think you're worried. You're always worried about Joe if there are situations where he has to either, you know, discipline or change something or remove a star or do something that's going to not going to sit well with uh, an important player in that room, and whether he can do that. Um, you know, that would be one. And then two adjustments uh, when a team when like what what happened with the Celtics in the finals with the way that Golden State was playing defense on them. Were they able to adjust? Was he able to adjust, get them to do different things, play different lineups, get them to focus on different things to be able to crack whatever's being thrown at them when you're facing those elite level coaches, the Spolstras, you know, and things like that. Um, can you can you can you go for them punch for punch in those games? We're not really sure. You've kind of figure a lot of that stuff out in series more than you do in individual games. So it is kind of hard to see how he's going to fare over the course of a playoff series when there is that back and forth. You know, we kind of saw it once with Miami, even though Butler didn't play in the first game and played in the second. Kind of Miami came back, you know, threw some different stuff at them. They were able to adjust and win that game. You know, uh, uh, however many weeks ago that was. Right, right. And, you know, the way Joe Mazzula started the press conference after the game was perfect. Great. It's good. But let's do it again. You know, finding that consistency, which has sort of always been uh, what's, what's been on everyone's mind, right? Like that, that historic start and the way they were playing. Well, OK, well, how long can that last? You know, what's going to happen when the other shoe drops? And this is sort of where we are right now in the sense of where this team is going to where Joe's going to navigate them in the sense of, um, you know, continuing to, to be at the top of the Eastern Conference, or do they have another bump in the road, you know, between now and the All-Star break? So, but I, I like that Joe Mazzullo is putting it out there in front of everyone, you know, in front of the media saying, look, I called these guys out in, in, in a sense of, you know, no matter what the first unit does, they have to be prepared. And of course, uh, Malcolm Brogdon was also talking about that in the locker room, um, saying that like, yeah, that's, that starts with him and that starts with, um, with, with guys coming big. What was the rest of the reaction in the locker room, Josue? Uh, Malcolm spoke. Uh, is somebody Grant playing? Williams. Is somebody someone's, playing? Somebody sound someone's, somewhere? Someone's playing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let me let me let me tell it. All right. Don't listen to it. Let me tell it. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Um, Who's Bobby? Are you that, listening to sound? That, not me. That, no. That was my bad. I didn't know. I, was, I thought it was muted. Well, you had the biggest smile on your face. So I thought That's it was Bobby too. Yeah. No, that was no, he's just Bobby laughing shit. at. It. Bobby would do that. I was just scrolling Twitter. I didn't realize that my audio was on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Josue, what was the general vibe? So the general vibe, well, it's funny. Well, it's very light, as you can imagine. Everyone's in a really good mood. But it's funny that you you talk about, um, I don't know if it was you or Sherrod, but have we ever seen Joe Mazzulli get mad at anyone? Because that's exactly what Grant said after this one. He said, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm probably going to be the first one he yells at. We haven't (laughs) – no one's seen him – you know, yell at someone. And then I told Grant, I said, Grant, the, the guy who says that is usually the first one because he's the yeah. he's, he's, he's least expecting it. So it Did was you? really lighthearted. But um, yeah, it just it was more about the second unit. And he's like, look, man, we we uh, we had to we had to hold down the fort. Um, you know, Tatum and Brown didn't get out to the hottest start, but we knew going into this one that we were going to respond. Um, that was the overall vibe. Malcolm Brogdon talked about how Jalen Brown, um, they had a one on one. Jalen and Malcolm had a one on one, and um, just just where Jalen's heart was at. 
Brogdon said he didn't have he had no doubt that this team would respond in a big way the way they did tonight. And that's exactly what we saw. Anybody talk about the uh the text message? I don't know if you're privy to it because it was something on the broadcast, Joe Sway. Yeah, it was brought up. Um talk about Jalen. <laughs> uh, Grant sent a group text message. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He sent the te- yeah, yeah. He talked about it briefly. Um oh, of he, course he, was, he did. Yeah. <laughs> asked about it but he wouldn't say exactly what it was i mean look grant's my guy now man i'm I'm, I'm done with the rest of grant's my guy well between between jalen having the one-on-one with uh with malcolm and and grant sending that text message malcolm was just like we're good we're we're gonna we're gonna crush it tonight so that was that was the vibe man and and i gotta say grant text put him over the top josue yeah man put it over the top i mean grant was he was glowing a bit you know he was you know so. What was the Jalen story? Did, did he send, did he send it John Zanis garbled voice text style where like there was a typo every other word? Uh, knowing Grant, he must have triple read that. No, um, uh, Bobby, wait, wait, what did you say about Jalen? The Jalen Brett Malcolm thing you mentioned. What are you talking about, Bobby? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what John does. Um, no, he just said that it was a it was a a one on one, and um, after that, he told the 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 team he didn't ask Joe Mazzulla, he told Joe Mazzulla. I'm guarding Luca uh, against you know when we, in, in Dallas. So who, who said Joe that? Said, All right, sounds good. Jalen, Jalen said yeah. that, and then um, you know, seeing the, the rest of the teammates seeing him do that, and then obviously pick up those two quick fouls. Everybody wanted to help. Yeah, and, and, and that's it. But they were offensive. It wasn't in. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, trying to get there. Right. You know? It wasn't. But Malcolm. <laughs> but Malcolm talked about how you know that's a that, that, that's big for for a leader like that to, to, to step up the way he did. And of course, Marcus Smart talking about um, he kept it a hundred, man. He's like, man, two years ago, Jalen's not doing that, right? <laughs> like, Jalen's not gonna like. Oh, yeah, you saw him during this now, game too. Say, I'm know, not checking yeah. out with the fouls. Sure, sure right. I, that's, that's what I love about Marcus. When things are going really well and they're in a really good mood, See? he'll just he'll let you he'll let you he'll, he'll let you into some shit. He'll give you some insight. Stick like, a little jab. Yeah, 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 but that was good. But y'all okay. know two true. years ago that wasn't going to happen, right? Y'all do know that, right? right. That wasn't right. going to happen, right? He, he, he goes. Was he goes go- yeah. Classic, classic Marcus. He goes, you know, we all know Jalen likes to, you know, for the most part, keep to himself. So he's uh, he's evolved in a big way this year as a leader and, of course, um, as a defender, you know, wanting to pick up the best player. It's interesting to hear them say stuff, hear, hear that be said, because you're you're stuck with snapshot observations, whatever you can right. make. Both assumptions. By, you know, at least to assumptions. I mean, That's what happens. Sure, but you're there and you cover things and you have to read into stuff, you know, from what you see and what you hear and how people talk and react. But mm-hmm. that is a thing, you know, like Jalen, you know, kind of, you know, drifts in and out sometimes, disappears sometimes. Sometimes it's, you know, he's going, you know, he's he's at an 11 out of 10. And other times it's like, where did he go? You know, so like sometimes you want that guy to just get out there and slap the floor and be like, let's go, you know? Yeah, that's um, what we talk about when it comes yeah. to the leadership on the team. Like, it doesn't have yeah. to be a guy yelling or saying something. It's just stuff like that. And the demeanor on the floor, the body language like we talked about. Uh, and even Tatum's approach in terms of passing today, those little things can really set a tone. We talked about how those two were just 6-6 six, six assists and 6 turnovers over the last month or so. Yep. They weren't moving the ball like they were before. And it stemmed from those guys. They got the ball in their hands. They're going to be the ones running the offense more often than not. They changed that tonight, and we saw what they're capable of. And now they have to do it on Saturday against San Antonio, which is going to be a different kind of game. Friggin' Romeo all up in your grill. That's going to be tough. Hey. Okay. He was, uh, he was, he was mentioned. That game. He was yeah. mentioned? He was mentioned saying, right. hey. 
San Antonio, we have to come with the same energy against the Mavericks, against the Spurs, because, you know, Romeo's been playing well. And I was like, look at Romeo. Romeo and energy. Romeo yeah. and energy <laughs> never went hand in hand. Romeo's together. been anointed kind of their D guy, you well, know, the like, Celtics go, go have the same energy. that guy, you know? Yeah. So he's always a good defender here. Always good. Well, he yeah, just couldn't he do anything consistently. That, yeah. Obviously, they're keeping tabs the on their Romeo own. Romeo uh, revenge game. Watch out. Watch yeah. out. Oh, he's, Romeo revenge game. Yeah, he's shopping, Smith revenge he's game. And now we get the Romeo one. I don't know about that, but um, let's uh, let's. <laughs> let, I don't know about that. John, you're the only Come guy on. left who. I love like Romeo. I love Popovich speech. It could happen. You know what I like better than Romeo? I like lottery picks because that means you, you pick them to be good. So I'm always kind of going to wait on them to be good longer than you are someone else. And that's why you don't give up on Romeos and Nismiths because they were picked in the lottery. And some of those guys picked in and around that slot have become all-stars, you know? Halliburton, oh a couple picks earlier. Tyler Hero. Marcus those, is out here. Sorry. You, you, want, you want to hold out hope that those guys might turn into something. It didn't happen Get for Romeo show, here. Joseph. Might never happen. Uh, we want to tell you about Rocket. Get him on a show. Calm over. Sherrod did it back in the day. Uh, you talk about Rocket Money. I got Grant on the show. We'll get <laughs> Grant true. on the show. Wow. Um, we'll talk about Rocket Money. Silence. Rocket uh, Money. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, it's, it's got the fiance out here. Too. Early in the year stuff. Oh, this okay, is another great on. one to line up. Rocket Money here um, is uh, formerly known as Truebill. Uh, it's already saved me probably hundreds of dollars for the, the year. Um by just simply doing what it does, which is kind of managing where your money is going. Uh, wow. I'm sure you're wasting a ton of money on subscriptions you don't know exist. 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Uh, you know, whatever. Sounds Sometimes like you're you double too. billed. That's just like me. Um, your reality is you're probably spending about 200 bucks on the average American spends close to $200 on subscriptions, which is frigging insane. People used to complain yeah, about cable bills and they're just throwing money at stuff. Um, yeah, man. Since 2020, I feel like yeah, that makes sense. half of that stuff. Exactly. Everyone, half of that stuff you, you probably forgot you did it or the price went so high right. after you subscribed, you just haven't <laughs> checked it. And, and you have no idea that that money's been going where it's going. I was Can't stunned. That one thing I signed up for that was eight ninety nine was up to twenty seven dollars a month when I saw that I couldn't friggin' believe it. Cancelled. Uh, actually, Yo, not just Netflix canceled. is low key kind of. Kind of like they that. did it yeah. too, man. Yeah, they're uh, up to twenty, right? Like oh 20 my god, out of nowhere. Well, they're not letting that. They're not letting that happen anymore. Jimmy they hate rocket insults money. all of Europe and admits to crimes on on the <laughs> podcast. That's what Jimmy does. Um, <laughs> Come and get me, Netflix. <laughs> Come and, I'm right here. I'm right freaking here. <laughs> in Southie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, the Southie version. I'm right here. Yeah. Right from here. here. If you ain't I'm from right. here, I better not see it. <laughs> so get rid of your useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash garden. You can save hundreds a year. I already have. Once again, rocketmoney.com slash garden. If you get a paid subscription to Rocket Money, again, proof of purchase bang oh, phenomenal t-shirt that's what we do that's bang. how we do it here that's how we're gonna do it all year long you support a sponsor bang t-shirt that's what we do are we gonna go um, broke giving away t-shirts we're, we're losing a lot of money yeah um <laughs> just making sure we are we're losing a lot i want to bring up one guy john we bring him up every night what's up with rob again no shots for 12 minutes yeah unbelievable no assists and not letting them play make I, I just i would never get it smart through the ball like 10 miles over his head on the alley-oop great defensive game from him but offensively still he's just not involved really how does a guy all. how does a guy that 
Oh, he did have one shot, Bobby. Fake news by you. No, first 12 minutes he had no shot. It took him that long to get a shot. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Still, though, only one shot. Dude, if I was that tall, I'd be just shooting the ball nonstop. I'd be dunking it all over the place. It's inexcusable to have him averaging four shots a game. An 80% shooter? Are they get? Uh, is he just being hesitant, or are they just not looking to him enough? They literally never touches the ball. He just doesn't touch it. I know. It we the talked half. about this all last year. He doesn't demand year. it. He, he doesn't touch it in either. the half court. They, Again, they is do, he going to get 15 shots? No, but it's going to be more than one. In a prime, he only gets it in a prime scoring position. It doesn't run through him naturally while they're running their mm. offense, which is a strange thing to literally like play for. It's either a uh, drive-in dish or a lob, uh, or he gets the putbacks, but it won't work. It won't get into his hands through the normal flow of your offense. So you're playing half court four on five. It's very strange just to completely eliminate him from not only obviously defenders are going to sag off him. They don't think he's going to shoot a lot of the time, which honestly he's could because we've seen him, you know, uh, shoot from 12 to 15 feet. He can, and he should threaten the defense a little bit with the, if you're going to leave me wide open, I'm going to take a friggin' free throw. Uh, He doesn't do that. But on top of that, they just never work it through him. And he's a terrific passer. They never kind of bring him up high and give him the ball and let people work off of him off of screens. He just doesn't touch the ball or get it into him. See what happens. See how the defense reacts. Let him kick it back out. Um, I, I don't get it at all. It really is bizarre. Who's their big man yeah. coach? Who's their big man coach? Do they have one? What you gonna send him an email or something? No, but he needs to get in. He needs to get in the gym with them and just like I don't know. They need to do some more. They need to do some more to get him acclimated. Get him involved. I mean. He's an extremely talented big. He can jump through the roof. They should be looking for him. They should be playing through him at points. He should be bullying himself down in the paint, throw it down to him. He took a guy off the dribble two games ago and then never touched the ball again. He, he, got, the ball, yeah. he got the ball in the, in the, uh, you know, uh, in the block, faced up, took one dribble. Whoever was defending him was gone. And reverse layup. And I was like, oh, my God. He did it two games. He did it a game before that, too, where he faced up and and, and, and dribble drive towards the basket, which means that's possible. You know, (laughs) it's like uh, he's so much more athletic. He's so much more athletic than the guys down there. I think that's something he could do. He just doesn't do it. Yeah, I think I've said it before. They need they need to hire Kevin Garnett. They need to hire Kevin Garnett. Light a fire on some of these guys. Get Garnett to work with Rob. Give him some low post moves, and Rob will be shooting a lot more than one shot a damn game very soon. That yep. is my. Yeah. That is my. That is my dream. That is my did dream. Go, <laughs> did you go outside today, Jimmy? I did. It was a little Kevin chilly. Kevin Garnett is not. But you know what? Hang out. They that. just had a West Coast road trip. KG could have joined him. He could be like, uh, you know, he could Consultant. just join him. Yeah, a consultant on certain certain trips, but no. Nah, Rob Rob needs KG's Rob needs good. Rob needs a little fire. KG wants nothing. He doesn't want to do I, that. I, I I know KG doesn't want to do that. <laughs> but I, you know what? Money I talks. feel like uh, I, I I just saw KG like two minutes ago on on this on a commercial. Come on. <laughs> they, they were just out. Oh, yeah, they were just so out west. They were just out west. They're, they're in it's Texas. not like, about Rob's be, ability. It's about an offense that's predicated on moving the ball around and getting open threes, mm-hmm. and Rob not fitting in it, and Joe not figuring well, out. Some how to of it's his it. ability. We talked about the for sure to improve, but we know what happened over the summer. I think some of it's confidence happen. too. I think he needs to actually just be a little bit 
again. Yeah, some of it's his mentality. Yes, start seeing a couple of those shots go in, or you throw down a couple big dunks. Like you start to play with a little swagger. I feel like he's tiptoeing around out there sometimes. He's still getting in the mix of this offense too. Clearly, uh, he has no idea what he's doing out there. He has no idea what he's supposed to be doing on offense. Um, I want to hit on a couple more things before we wrap it. Um, One of them happened prior to the game, and everybody's kind of like licking their chops. Oh, here comes Brad. Cue that Brad gif where he's nodding and smiling like he knows something you don't know. Everybody automatically assumes Brad's already got this trade cooked up. But, I mean, again – they, Von Lay traded to the Spurs, clears a roster spot, clears cap space, clears um, – uh, is... pays down the tax. It saves them about – it's about a, what, a $7 million uh, money saver, Bobby? Yeah, they went the, from 66 to 58 plus, or so. Plus the tax. penalties, right? Oh, good against, for yeah. Wick. Against the tax. So is this a win for Wick? Because I don't care about that. Or is this just a win for the – It's fall. I mean, I do care in the sense that if – He's going to operate under Wick some sort can of give budget. Those Christmas bonuses now. No, but I mean, if he's if that's going to mean he's going to spend somewhere else or go a little deeper, that's great. But um, what does this actually do for the roster? Like, what could it do? What does it open up other than a roster spot? Well, there was a deadline on Saturday where his salary was going to double. Yeah. Jackson's salary yep. was going to double. So, you're so Jackson's going to go too. Justin so you're Jackson. just shedding these guys. Yeah. Yeah. You, you haven't used these guys. We talked about it a couple of shows ago. If you're not going to use these guys, get rid of them. And better to do it in a trade here where you clear the full salary off the books instead of half the salary that he's guaranteed right now. So you effectively paid the Spurs to waive him. And the Spurs Spurs have salary floor issues too, right? Yeah, so this is on their books now. It's on their books. You're giving them money. But there, it ca- it helps them. Yeah, you gave them cash. Floor. Yeah. yeah, this goes on their cap. You don't have it in your tax because if you cut him, it would account against your tax. Yeah. So they, what they, they did was it. save themselves some money here and clear some roster bookkeeping. Spot. Yeah, it's Fudging almost similar. The to, a bit. It's similar to the Wancho trade from last year in a way. Uh, you know, it could set up something down the line, but it doesn't mean something right now. In the meantime, you can bring up our guy Kevin Jelly. Let him get some run. Oh, there we go, Calvin Jelly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the TNT broadcast. They it, they acted like they were like the smartest people it? in the world. No, they were like, oh, well, what this does was is allow the Celtics to make a two for one trade now because they have an open roster spot. I was like, it could. Thanks for the basic. Yeah, but okay, that's yeah. Yeah. I, we can also <laughs> do math. Freaking math. Yeah. And they were like praising Brad Stevens for that. Was like, or it was like, or they could do a three for two trade. I was like, oh wow, they really could do a three. For they didn't two mention trade. the tax or anything. Or maybe even a well, four for three. Yeah, exactly. I think they briefly <laughs> no, mentioned the tax, but they had to go this one guy step further. smart. This guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> I was like, well, listen. One. Yeah, it does add up. It does make sense. We know how these broadcasts are. I actually like Stan Van Gundy. It's like Gundy. a Shel Silverstein poem. No, I like that. Four is more than three. Right. No, right. I liked him hitting on their negative play of late because you would have expected most broadcasts to be like, oh, the best record in the league, and look at what a job they've yeah. done. 17 games coming into this, they have not been the best team in the league. Tonight's really the first time you've seen them, maybe outside of that Bucks game, look like that. It looked like they're that best team in the league. So that was what was important out of tonight. It still blows my mind that that Calvin Jelly was a first-round pick. He just kind of, like... 
Man, I saw him in college cooking Syracuse. He was yeah, so good. I, but he was good. He was a first round pick, and he's taken in that 2019 draft. The guys play. The guys taken right after him are Jordan Poole, Keldon Johnson, Kevin Porter Jr., Nick yeah. Claxton. You know, I will say, bang, looking, bang, 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 right after there. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. Like, I will say, at the bottom so of the first round. Yeah, it's like you say, John. It's so hard to hit. What is it? 20 through. Even 20 through 25, never mind 20 through 30. And it was like four teams hit in a row. After yeah. 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 Can we just I'm at least still, have a And then a, and then a couple of, picks later, the Celtics took Carson Edwards. So. We can't even have like a moment of silence for Noah Vonley. Because. We can have a moment of silence for your bold prediction for Noah Vonley. Oh, yeah. What was that? Oh, that's <laughs> that's going to be my next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, I was going to let that pass, Jimmy. But since you put that on front street. It, it's not looking good for my bold prediction. We'll, what was that again? Well, we'll, we'll, I don't think it's going to We'll gonna have happen. to wait and hear it. We're going to hear them all. Clever the wordplay about Noah's arc, too. You know, talking. There was some, there was some good stuff <laughs> hey, there. Oh, oh Jimmy, why, Jimmy hey, had that in his mind. Going hey, Romeo, Romeo flourished in San Antonio. Watch what they have Noah Vonley doing in San Antonio. They, they waved. They waved, they waved him wave. already, Jimmy. You, can't. <laughs> <laughs> you watch. You watch. You watch, though. <laughs> uh, no, this, is, this, is what, it. this is what they're going to do with Noah. Yep. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Bye so, bye. My, so my man's a free agent now. Good. Von actually, gave him. Von can go to the team that best minutes. suits him. You can go to the team that best suits his capabilities. He gave them those good when, minutes on opening night against Embiid. He played Bam well in that second game of the year. He was he was an important part of that. They could have used him in OKC. They could. So in other words, OKC. he's going to get a tribute video next year. Is what you're saying. He should listen. We were just talking about him a couple of nights ago. Why? Why didn't he get at least a little bit of a chance on the nights where they definitely they needed about something? Because Cornette played him right out of the rotation is what happened. Like because they were trying to figure between they were trying to figure out between Griffin, uh, Cornette, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> what the hell? That's no, my thoughts on that take. Just keep going, Josh. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's the truth. Cornette came in and played And great. all of those guys. Oh, here comes and, Bobby and, on horseback. It sadly is true. <laughs> Jimmy's I remember, tonight. We were, in, we were in Orlando, and we saw this flip because they started here playing Cornette. They started playing Cornette. And Shavard, picture Bobby coming Somebody through. said Cornette. Right up, right up, right up. I just want to make this clear because everyone they weren't playing Cornette that first week. And down the put, turn. They put Cornette in the game and he's getting dunked on and Sherrod's staring at me. Then week by week he just starts playing better and better. And yep. all of a sudden he has this great start. To I the year. wasn't kidding. Yeah. Dunked on twice that game, if I remember correct. Yeah, yeah I wasn't I mean, kidding. Yeah. Luke played not, him out of the rotation. He they did, did, and I'm not gonna lie. I thought they that was didn't last know like which of weeks. those bigs was gonna be able to get ten to twelve emergency minutes while Rob Blake was out. Too, by the way, huh? Wait too. <laughs> Blake was in the yeah, yeah, I mean, it was Blake, Blake Vonley, yeah. and whatever. And then they're like, Blake's useful once a week, and I'd rather have Cornette than Vonley. And, and that was it. You know, the, then he yeah. had he, that oh, was it. Oh man. I know. So he, he earned that. He earned that for sure. He earned it. He earned it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now we saw that. He saw that in training camp. He had to outplay him. Ooh, commenter. Good point. And it's freedom. Solidified. Maybe he makes a return. No, just solidify that, that roster spot. <laughs> Do that noise again, long. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Ennis is making more money at Fox than Brady will when he gets There is somebody, though, that we haven't mentioned that my good friend Ashrod Blakely may or may have mentioned earlier I was waiting for you to – I was waiting for someone to cue that up. Come on, Sherrod. Here it is. Here's the lob. Here's the lob. Where's my teammate? 
he, he took that. I'm not going. He took down the right. article. Oh, were you back? What do you in mean? Right on this thing. Where is Why? Yeah. Why? Something fans are pumped about it. Wait, wait, wait. What I Did you hear what I said? Give people what they want. All right, let's yeah. talk about it. Let's talk about it. It is freedom, right? No, no, no. no you're your your guy. You're talking article, about man. the guy you wrote about. What, Mellow? Yeah. My guy. You're talking about my boy Cousins? No. Yes. That one. Oh, yes. there you go. Yeah. How many? Thank how many of these did you write? Damn, did you write this or did someone else write this? This took us a long time. Who wrote this? You got that chat chat. G whatever it is that, that actually I was program. I was looking for a horse for for Bobby and and his boy to ride in on so I was a little bit distracted. That's what busy. I was doing. I was literally looking for a horse. I forgot about the metal <laughs> one. That was that, that was your dude. No, Sherrod, I I laid up the idea of who you wrote about today. To you, I laid it up to you. You talking about uh, my guy cousins? I wrote about yes. this today. Yeah, I was talking about Demarcus Cousins. Damn it! So when says Sherrod has a go. My, my guy, about my guy is mellow. My nice guy set. is mellow. The guy yeah. I wrote about is cousins. Yeah. Nice, they're not the same. Yeah. My he's guy is guy. mellow. I wrote he's about your, cousins. Well, he's your guy today, Jimmy. You set him up. Sherrod knocks him down. That's yes. how we do it on the Garden Report. It's smooth. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That was great. No, cousins makes a lot of sense though. Cousins makes so much sense, which is why it's probably not going to happen. You literally only need him for 10 to 15 minutes a game, and it's not going to be enough. Can I ask you something? I, I think Brad's going to – what's up? And, I, and I, want your, I want your honesty. Does Brad just dislike DeMarcus Cousins? I mean, think about the history of, of the reports and something – you know, get Cousins, get Cousins, he's affordable. If the Celtics really wanted Cousins in those years, yeah. it would have happened. Am I wrong? Well, like, the I feel like Brad, the pro- Brad just played DeMarcus. The problem with him before was that they the price fight. that you're going to have to pay and the potential for him to basically overrun your team was so much greater now. At this point in his career, he's happy to be one of 15. Yeah, not going to happen. You're not going to – yeah, you're not going to – you don't have to worry about him overtaking your team because if your team is not mentally yeah. tough to deal with the 15th, man, your team's got some mentally tough issues. Yeah, but that's right. to work out. It's been, everyone's it's been a couple assessing of years now, the, Everyone's if assessing really the Boogie him. Cousins signing by how they felt three years ago when it was when it was rumored as a possibility. It's right. a totally different team. I totally agree with Sherrod. Veterans, he's going to – he's on the Blake Griffin – he's on the Blake Griffin program right now. That's it. He is, you know? but he's not a Blake Griffin exactly. personality. Right. No, no, that's, look, that's look, the only concern. I, he's I unemployed. I mean, what we're choice talking, does he have? Uh, yeah, he's got no choice. Yeah, he's probably. All, uh, he's probably. We're all, saying, uh, we're all saying the same thing. Like no one, know, no one here too, sure. uh, expects him to come in and, and you know demand touches and all that stuff. I, my my point is, no. I just feel like Brad Stevens is just not a big fan of him because it would have happened already. Whether it was last so year, too. two years ago, five years ago, like they've had That's so fair. many opportunities to get this guy, and they That's just fair. Dwight they, Howard well, too. You know, there like, aren't even that guy's not going to be a Dwight Howard one. I don't. Ugh. I mean, damn. No, but I agree with For Josue. Case. If it hasn't happened yet, considering Dwight. considering the – Dude, they had – what year? I mean, they were filling the back of their roster with, like, who the hell is this guy? Ten-day contracts. No. You know, Joe Johnson's, Matt Ryan's, blah, blah, blah. Sure, they couldn't Johnson. find anybody. And you're, like, not going to find spots. Like, there was a million yeah, opportunities. Yeah. No, they don't. There will be a buyout guy. Well, here's, here's, somebody in the league right now that they'll end up with. Cabin Gelly. <laughs> I'm not so sure. The guy Go that you ahead. had that that Go you ahead, basically sure. been putting on damn fucking ninety. I mean ninety West back and forth. For, <laughs> that's you gonna. That's now gonna be a ma- major no. addition. The back and the, forth. They're, they're, they're with Luke. The, their big addition is gonna be Gallinari. Yeah, if he yeah. wins MVP of the G League, you know Bobby's gonna let us hear about it. 
Hey, I've been up there. He's got, looking yeah, good. Jelly? You went? You know what? Jelly. When did you go? And why wasn't I invited? <laughs> Shavlik Randolph looked great in the Chinese Basketball Association. How'd that work out? Shavlik Randolph. He was a shooter, man. Shavlik was getting you 30 and 15. 30 and 15. In the China- How'd that work out? But Come here's on. what we're, we're debating. We're here's debating the, who the guy should be thing. who's not going to play. John, you, you you threw that out there, John, the Gallinari thing, and we just completely glossed over that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That yeah. would be huge. We're talking about that would be, and that and that he's, would make sense. Why he's that would be, your, I, I, that's yeah. be four. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. And when's that? If I can't see him playing, John, you know, you know the ACL. You know the I don't know anything. Everybody's ACL is different, but the guy, like, he's oh, there and he's he's there and he's, and he's running. traveling Look, all the time. ACL yeah, has changed. ACL has changed a do. lot. Yeah. It's the thing about him and, and, is you're weighing you're weighing the balance because he's a negative value, right? Because he's a two year deal. So you're weighing you're gonna have to give up extra to include him in a deal versus can he come back eventually, even if it's next year and help you. Like, would you rather give up more? Well, to what was his the money injury? In the Eli? August. Yeah, yeah, it was August. I mean, but that's the is, thing. It's at it's it's, it's June at earliest. No, 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 no. Yeah. Eight to, what are eight we to, talking? Eight about to nine here? months Way is off. the short timetable of ACL, yeah. which puts you back in March or April. And so he might I, rush, right? Because this off. is the end of his April. career. Yeah. So that's it, a good put, point, Bobby. It's also his dream. Yeah, you know his dad. He's around with the team. He's traveling. Like if you and you only need ten to fifteen. And they never ruled him out for the year. I honestly think that like you might get to the point where they're like, yeah, he's not ready, which is very, very likely. But I still think they're holding out hope he returns. Like they did not. They have not ruled him out for the year. I I, I don't think. Well, all we can say is you shouldn't. I buy that. I buy that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Zan is MD. It's not no, you know what? It was like that Gordon Hayward stuff for you know where they were like, I don't know, maybe, and it kind of that lingered, it lingered, it lingered. I actually think the plan with Gordon was if he's ready, he'll go, and it just didn't get there. You know, like I think with Gallinari, like I said, the short end of a of a timetable of ACL these days is eight to nine months. That puts you back in March or April if if it's great. If not, some people are twelve, thirteen months, and he's not even close. You're hoping for training camp next year if he's still a Celtic. Or he's traded, and he's the salary that you move to get to get a piece that you can actually use. He He'll can, be part he can, of something, though. Yeah, yeah, he can be traded. What? What's, what's the date by February? Right? Uh, it's now. It was it's December. right now. Yeah. December. Yeah. yeah. Oh, baby. All as we as and as we all know, ACL tears <laughs> aren't that bad. Not your second one though, on the same knee. At it's not something. great. Look, <laughs> clean, clean break. Clean break. That's yeah. the quote. That's the quote. Man, we had that day or two, remember, where it was like meniscus, and we were like, yeah. And then, like, a couple of days later, they were like, never mind. Yeah, it was ACL. Yeah. They're like, I yeah, he tore everything right. Well, because it happened overseas. They screwed yeah. it up. Those Here European go, doctors. Euros. <laughs> Euros, man. Damn it, Jimmy. What. Euros. Damn it. We almost made and it. And I'm Italian. Clean. I can say it. <laughs> Oh, that makes it better, Jimmy. That, yeah, you know any right? Italian? Yeah, right. Jimmy, you know any Italian? <laughs> I was definitely in a group hug. <laughs> Not enough. I was going to uh, say, we should get you down the garden be, for the exclusive. Wanna, when I, I was younger, I was definitely in a Greek hospital right where they were now. smoking in the hallways, you know, like. <laughs> definitely. That I believe. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like nine or ten. I'm like, that's, even I, I was like, that. that's not. That can't be good. That can't be the yeah. right thing to but do. But regardless <laughs> of whether Gallinari's back Everybody or not, to bring, this, 
<laughs> to bring this back to the uh, to the Vonley move they made, they need a wing. I think if we're talking, they need anything. I, I just we haven't seen enough of Hauser to say this guy can play in the playoffs. And if that continues, I think you do need another guy in the mix that you can say, all right, at least this guy can play. Like, a defender. Yeah, and I've said Javante Green. I think that makes a ton of sense given what he's played for them in the past, how he's done Chicago. And who's his guy? Who's Javante's BFF? It, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. You can fit him yeah. in on a TP. You could trade for him today if you wanted to. TP into that yeah. roster Bulls spot. aren't done, though. Yeah, they're hanging. I mean, yeah. do you see that record against the best teams in yeah, the East, eight and one? They kind of. I think they're done. You need them before, to lose a bit more. Before we go, uh, I'm going to read uh, Jimmy's uh, bold prediction on Noah Vonley. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Noah Vonley. Real, real quick, real quick. Before, <laughs> before, you, before you read it. Yeah. Take your the time, is, John. Let me just. I had, the, I had a weird day. You know, yeah. I had lots going the on. The point of these bold predictions, they're supposed to be funny, and they should yes. pretty much be wrong. If you're, all your bold predictions were right, guess what? They weren't bold. That being said, John, go. Yeah, yeah. First of all, way. not only is Jimmy's a thousand percent right, and I in fact had to go back to the guys and say these aren't very bold guys. Can we get bolder? So Jimmy came up and over the top with some of his in the spirit of the of the piece. And so he's 100% right. Noah Vonley becomes the new fan favorite. Noah's arc, folks. Folks, I think this guy still has plenty left in the tank. With Throb Williams once again on the mend, the local guy Vonley gets his shot. Could he average a double-double? If the Celtics let him play, bet the house if on If they him. let him play, they never let him <laughs> play. Average a double-double? A double-double? They didn't let him <laughs> that's where you I took forgot. it. That's where I you took about it from, that part. from from the like from the cute and clever to the absurd at the end. You, know? <laughs> you were I was so like, close, Jimmy. I was like, and then he and played the first cold. couple no games. One, no one even averages it barely. And averages Jimmy was puffing his chest out. Yeah, we were, yeah, he was like, "Oh man, twenty minutes opening <laughs> night. Look at him go." <laughs> but you know what it was? Also, the refs I had love it that out for prediction. him. The refs had it out for him. Oh, they he fouled so much. They were calling so many fouls on my guy. It's okay. It's okay, Noah. If it's not Boston, it's the next team. That was good stuff. There you go. That's the spirit, Jimmy. All right, 0 for 1 on 0 for 1. Uh, I love it. All right, John, now do one of yours. Uh, Mine are terrible. (laughs) I'll bring them back up. I can't remember what they are, though. What's the worst one? I can't remember. We could bring up one. I I, I said that they would. I said that Derek White might actually be left behind on some road trip. That hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Like like uh like uh the, the the lead singer in almost famous. Yeah, it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Anyways, that was bold too. Because that yeah. would be that's rare. Yeah. You guys can check it out. It's in there if anyone wants to go look at it. Um You I'm know what though? Be- I also said that you didn't put in there, John. I said I think unless I didn't send I said Noah Vonley's gonna play more minutes than Rob Williams. I'm not sure. That you might said still that? Be- that might still be true. That might still be true. I have to. I have to. Compare I was in the, the draft. He cut that one out. Yeah. Hey, it's not like Rob's playing that many minutes right now. If uh, if Vonley got I, playing time, it would have been. Yeah, you guys could oh, check out that piece, yeah. or Amit, you can put it in the John, chat if you John, want. It's pretty far. Like you don't have to. You don't. You don't have. You don't have to. You don't have to check. It out. <laughs> we'll, we'll go over them all at the end of the season. We will. I'm oh to... man, Jimmy Toscano, Brogdon plays 82 games. Yeah, that's another one I missed out on. That no, that was bold. That was bold. Eighty-two. That was bold. No one Bro, does dude, that. Anymore. If he played eighty, that would that would. Josue Pavone, like, the accurate. Sam Hauser hype is real. Manning lost season for. Uh, uh, I said he the Celtics about trade, half of it. I have the Celtics trade Grant during the season. Still mm-hmm. possible. 
That's still possible. Yeah. He would be devastated, though. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so Toscano says White gets traded. I said no. Luke Cornette logs, Luke Cornett logs more DNP CDs than games played. Bobby, where are we on that? Are we close? Uh, he's playing mostly every night. He Pav- played tonight. Pavone, Gallinari. He plays a lot of blowout play. games, John. Yeah. Gallinari what? What did I say? And I had Ime finishes the season as a head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, which almost came to fruition. I missed that. That one. was very oh, That would have been great. huge. That was very close. Yeah, I missed that one. That I felt that that one was was easy, but anyway. Speaking uh, of Gallinari, uh, Joe Sway's got him returning in here. Yeah, he has him. Um, guys, I'm going Not to. Not averaging a double-double, though. Rap, we put the we put the <laughs> piece up there, guys. Thing. Check it out. It was a fun thing to write. And again, as Jimmy said, the point of it was to kind of, sort of predict, but really also to go out on some limbs here. So um, some people make took your it point in a preposterous way, kind of. in a preposterous way, exactly. Uh, and we're nothing if not preposterous. So again, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, Celtics get back on track. They beat the Mavericks easily going away 124-98 triple double for Jason Tatum who is fourth in the all-star voting among uh Eastern Conference front court players Jalen Brown fourth among guards was going to address some of that tonight that's but if we do that's going to go off the rail so we're not going to do that right now but it is possible again fan vote only counts for 50 percent neither of those guys starts which seems ludicrous because Jason Tatum's a top three MVP candidate right now but it's weird. People on this show need to need to get out and vote a little bit more. Fans are weird. Yeah. Um, anyway. Show, I mean. Yeah. And it's just round one. So Tatum will a, start. Tatum. Will, Tatum's going to start. He'll pass and beat. They need him. Yeah. He'll pass and beat. He'll pass and beat. Oh, you mean like? So what's going to Durant's going to be the center? Yes. Yeah. Small ball. Small ball. All right, guys. We're going to wrap it. Thanks again for hanging out. Jimmy Toscano. Jimmy, Noah's Ark, Toscano, Bobby Manning, Josue Pavone, <laughs> Sherrod Blakely. Check out Josue in Dallas. Celtics All Access. Thank yeah, you, yes. Please do that. Oh, yeah. Josue, where's that cowboy hat, bro? Y'all? Oh, I forgot all about Damn, that. Damn, dude. You have one? No, no. I was going to buy one. Let's see your one sitting around the stage. You have walking around Boston with you have spurs, though, right? Josue is wearing no. boots with spurs. No, no, I'm not. Boots no. with the you spurs. Could, you could rock that and get away with it. Yeah. Around here, I probably could. Yeah. John, let's send him to San Antonio. Why not? Let's... He's right down the road. He's right, right there. We'll send him to San Antonio, but he has to he has to wear full co- uh, like a full cowboy costume. Yeah, <laughs> and then just leave. No, no, no. You have to report live from from there in that costume. Good night, everybody. All right, <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. Bye. Yeah.